now. So I would have done lots of nights for owners and promoters in Pod and Red Box and Chocolate Bar. Yeah. And you know, so I'd go to Ham and I'd go to wherever and you know, Tony was always about. But then when I got to go there as a yeah. queer, I was just like this is amazing. I'm here as a queer. It was completely different. Yeah. I was going to the exact same club yeah. space with the exact same people. Yeah. But I was queer. Around the world. Around the world. In 80 gays. In 80 gays. Around the world. Around the world. In 80 gays. In 80 gays. Heroes of our bygone days who fought for freedom and equality. Icons anthems coming out. Pronouns, drag queens, struggles, life and love Around the world Around the world In 80 gays Around the world Around the world In 80 gays Welcome to Around the World in 80 Gays, a podcast hosted by me, Catherine Lynch. And me, Brian Kennedy. Now, each week we talk about gay culture, gay inspirations and gay icons. We are joined this week by Buzz O'Neill Maxwell. Now, Buzz is a nightclub promoter, works in event management and control and is a person who gets things done. Oh, he does. You could say he's a busy bee or a buzzy bee. <laughs> you can see what I did there? Oh, honey. Wow. Bees and honey. Yes, oh very good. My God, no. So oh, wow. Welcome to Around the World and Itty Gays, Buzz O'Neill Maxwell. I was wondering what my pun intro was going to be. That's really <laughs> we do kept, well? kept me awake last night. Yes. <laughs> did you sleep? I didn't see the bee jokes coming because... So, so that's good. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not seven and in school anymore. And yeah. it was nicknamed Buzz by a school teacher. So. Well, Buzz, in this podcast, on this podcast, uh, um, you are a bit of a fan already, we hear. Yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. I've not been getting a Christmas card from Greta Thunberg this year. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time in airports and on a lot of planes. Oh, we've seen your tweets. Uh, yeah. So I've been, yeah, I've been listening to this religiously. It's been yeah. amazing. I love how you it's call brilliant. people out, especially airlines, going, where is my luggage? Why are you oh, making me wait this long? You know, as as Panty, as Rory O'Neill said, well, while introducing me to somebody with a better gig, and he just went, oh, well, I don't think me and Buzz will get on. And he was went, Rory just goes, um, oh, no, 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 no. Buzz is lovely. He's just an absolute C-U-N-T <laughs> online. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, you're not. But um, so, Buzz, what we ask our guests is their coming out stories, their gay anthems, all that. So your coming out story, could you uh, share it with us? We call it your letting in story. I love now. the letting in. Yeah. yeah. Because it too. is, you know. And now even maybe that there's there's a, when you say letting in, there, there's kids out there now that coming out is just not an issue. Right. You know. They don't even have to, I don't they think. They just don't so. have to. Now, well, you're in clubland, I suppose, so you meet those kids all the time. Yeah, and you get to talk to them and stuff. But, you know, the biggest thing, I suppose, that, that, that that's happened the last couple of years and the saddest thing has been with COVID. We've had mm. two years of no nightclubs. Oh. We've had no kids coming from the country to college. That whole process, that whole step that they had. Yeah. In, right uh, a passage. Right a passage yeah. that they had ready to go. I might come out. I'll come out when I go to college. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we know this. I know this factually because it's amazing when you run clubs and you, you've got social media, you get DMs from random people. Yeah. And myself and a couple of other friends, uh, club promoters, had said when it got really, really bad during lockdown, when we were in the really hard one there that after Christmas last mm. year. 
um, that you know there were lots of me- we were getting lots of messages from kids just going you know yeah. and and there was an inference there um, from other people in other rights organisations as well that that there's obviously you know there's huge mental health issues but that there were suicidal issues there and there I'm was, really worried about it and I think there were a lot of young suicides around the country yeah. during COVID and we don't know how many of them were related yeah. to uh, uh, LGBTQ but also you know? how do we keep a city going without this bohemian uh, influx into it you know that we have as you call the students as you know like the people yeah. coming up to work the restaurants the gay the spaces yeah. like you said there's the a safe space. night like Sunday yeah. Social or yeah. somewhere like that that you know you can go along to there's all kinds mm. of people there and it may be your first foray into that yeah. exciting world but of, look but let's put but if you can't afford rent you have to it. stay down in Leitrim or yeah. Roscommon or yeah. Longford you know, yeah, and we're, actually we're live with to, Mammy and Daddy listening to that yesterday and today and so what's your positive and, uh, spin positive spin is that we're coming into a September hopefully where Colleges are back. The yeah. kids are back. Yeah. You're gonna have you're gonna have queer kids going into their third year in college for the first time in Dublin. Wow, wow. And this is gonna be weird. Yeah, you know. And then no one who shows who around because that was always a thing. Yeah, we'd always see that. You know, any of our club nights, we'd always run a specific. There'd be a gay freshers night from UCD or Trinity right. yeah. or TY or whatever in your night, and you'd have that, and that was their brilliant. So this is what goes on here. This yeah. is here. Brilliant. They meet people. They tell someone. Yeah. Elder Lemons pass on the information. You know, always the always way. The, and we're wondering like, what's going to happen this year. How how do we reach them? How do we get yeah. them? But so, look, hopefully, um, hopefully that'll work. Positive. But that is what. We, do you, yeah, I think you just have to keep going with the prototype you have as yeah. such, where you put on the club and just hope that you are in a position then to show the younger mm. generation. Yeah. Well, and get a few bob out of them too. It's a business. You know what I mean? It's like, that's part of it as well. It's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, another friend of mine was like, I know, that's, that is terrible. Yeah. I miss their tenors. <laughs> <laughs> I miss their tenors. Well, you mean a, the opera singers? No, the actual no. tenors. All right. It's how the money fluctuates <laughs> yeah. around the city and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You, know, you do like a fancy shirt, we notice, but yes, and that's I'm, not I'm, cheap. I'm glad this is not uh, for live hey, streaming. So t- you know what I'd really like to know? Because you seem like a very experienced person on the gay scene you're very in control of everything you run wonderful nights and all of that but you must have been that wee scared gay kid at some point coming to Dublin where did you grow up? I grew up in North County Dublin so Dublin was you know in and out of town that was reasonable as a teenager and how old were you when you first Oh well, look, I was I was eleven, twelve, no, twelve maybe when first inclinations started. Mm. I'll jump very quickly forward. I didn't come until I was twenty nine. Right. So let's go back to being twelve. Sure. Um, and two boys. I'll never, I'll never forget it. And I have mentioned this before in an interview, and they they have since contacted me since. But two boys transferred into my school from another school, and it was it was a euphoric I swear they came in with an aura around them mm-hmm. yeah. because I thought they were the most two beautiful humans I'd ever seen in my life and then I was like oh fuck they're bloke what the <laughs> hell yeah. yeah and I was obsessed with them I mean we became great friends but I was in the closet so I stayed like that um, did you have girlfriends and all of that <laughs> she never minds me mentioning her name but the, the supreme irony of the one girlfriend I have what would be the most ironic name for her to um, be called Tony. <laughs> Her name was Gay. No way. I love it. Oh, that is oh, amazing. Gabrielle. Yeah. Gabrielle. Uh, she is out there. We're still firm friends. But oh. yeah. So I think my uh, apology to her after I came out when eventually that conversation happened, I'm really sorry. Mm. Sex was so bad. Mm-hmm. She was like, yes, it was. It yeah. was. <laughs> but I have much better sex with men. Just, well, just for the record. That's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I, you know, so I spent all that time. There was always, there was something in my head always. It was, 
like, our, our nana, our granny lived with us. I was like, she's getting on. I know oh, this would really upset her. Yeah. All the things to, to stop myself, you know, yeah. to convince myself that, that, that. Were you closer to your nan than you were your mum? Or, or what was it? Like an old Irish family, everybody in the same house Oh, together. no, just a whole lot was piled in Yeah, together. same as me. Yeah. And then who did you eventually and, let in? Well, I, I, I did nothing about it then for... You know, so I went out with that one girl maybe when I was like 20, 21 to 23. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is a mad stash in my life. So from then to 29, I had no relationships of any description, mm-hmm. closeted, secret Aww. or sex Yeah, for yeah. six years. And, and, and yeah. was that because you were nervous? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I was afraid of my family's reaction. Yeah. Imagine. That and now w- that I know you, I can, that's that that a wasn't, really interesting story. And that story. wasn't the reaction. Yeah. You know, so I came out in a little bit of stages. Yeah, which I think a lot of people. What do, time are we talking know? about? What, what uh, so, 80s? So I'm, yeah, I'm born in seventy. So I'm an eighties kid. Yeah. So I was a teenager in the eighties. So, uh, so HIV had just appeared, look, frightening the life out of us all. Two of huge things happened, and, yeah. and one was was HIV. Mm. I remember do having a little bit of a kiss experience with a boy in school, and when I kissed him, the first thing he said to me was, "Stop! I don't want to get AIDS." Oh, goodness me! That was the very first thing he said to wow. me. Wow, the trauma of and that. that, and then. Um, Declan Flynn I was 12 mm. when Declan Flynn was murdered it's coming up to 40 years now on the 10th uh, of September in Fairview Park that fellow now you know, I, maybe you don't want to talk about it but you also had your own experience in a in a in aggression and beaten up uh, oh on George's Street had so much yeah. Have you? Pause that and we'll we'll get the yeah, coming out story know, out of the yeah, way. Okay, right? get that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Um, no, but I just... Like <laughs> yeah, love it. But no, just that, that then it came up to... It was 1999. There was the hoo-ha around the year 2000 and the new millennium. I remember it well. And everything that was, uh, you know, that went hand in glove with that. And I was just like, comp your fucking self on. Come on. Like you're getting yeah. to, you're getting to thirty, so um, I would have been thirty in two thousand as well, right? And all of this was coming up. I was just like, like get your shit together. You have to do this. So it it happened initially by accident, and if it wasn't for this woman, I wouldn't be sitting here talking about this now. But I was involved. I've been involved in clubs since I've been like in my early twenties, yeah. and I was working in the kitchen uh, nightclub um, one night, and my friend Susan was in. And there was this girl who was a friend and everyone thought we, we were together and we weren't. But I think, you know, and she definitely wanted something. I was, used to hang out with her parents and they all thought it was lovely and this was all great. And I was at her brother's <sighs> 21st and they were like, oh, this is good. And then I was just like, so she was like, Susan was like, well, what's the story with you and her? And uh, and I just went, no, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. And bit drunk. And and she was like, why? Why in a loud night? And I was like, because I'm fucking Gay Susan. Oh. <laughs> and she went, What? Wow. And, I was, and she goes, Say it again. No, what? She, goes, she just <laughs> say goes, Say it again. No, this is the best thing she ever say did. Say it again, it's brilliant. And I said, I'm gay. She goes, yeah. Say it again. Scream. And the music yeah. was pumping. And I just went, I'm gay. She went, Right, <laughs> home. And we went home to my house. And she goes, Right out the list. <gasps> rolled a joint. And she goes, Who are you telling first? Because yeah. yeah. this is happening tomorrow. Oh, what a brilliant friend, Susan. You are, whoever you are. Amazing. Are you still friends with Susan? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She got mentioned in her wedding speech and everything. Um, Brilliant. But yeah. Did you feel immediate relief? So I did it the next day. I got on the phone. And again, no mobiles. It was was sitting on the bottom of my stairs. Who was the hardest person to come out to or let in, as we say? Well, I went through my 
I went to my sister first. Yeah. She lives in LA, who I'll be really, really close to. We uh. almost speak every other day. Um, and, you know, <laughs> I'm crying, she's crying. Her now husband is lying and are sitting beside her and going, what are you crying for? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bless. You know, so, and then I went through all my closest friends and then lots of hilarious reactions to people misunderstanding what I was saying because I still wasn't saying I was gay. Mm-hmm. I was still saying, I just want to let you know yeah. that I'm, I'm, I'm going to be coming out. My mate, uh, Richie, who worked out in Dublin Airport, it was, I always remember it was a Friday and him going to him, you're coming out here at this hour on a Friday. Traffic would be mental. <laughs> So I'd have to then go back and then just go, no, no. And then I'd say it. Then I'd go, no, I'm gay. I'm, 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 yeah. I think I, was, I, I think I used like the awkward phrase of I'm coming out as gay, or, which I still think is a bit of, you know, well, a bit of a cop out. But look, whatever language you use to... Um, exactly, to, yeah. that's and, personal. And then I was living my little, discovering my gay world. Yeah. All places that I'd been in. As a supposed straight guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All those years. Yeah. Like, all gay clubs. You know, yeah. I was always going to them because of the job I did and working yeah. in nightclubs and all my mates and I had loads of gay friends. And I just thought, I was yes, the co- I and I was, I was the coolest the metrosexual. And there it was that works in the kitchen or works yeah. in, 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 in whatever. I yeah. remember that. And, and most of those metrosexuals are now gay. Right. <laughs> yeah. So so then I kind of worked backwards. And then so my sister and brother knew. My parents didn't know. My younger brother didn't know. I always thought he was a little bit more conservative and a bit younger than me. And maybe it wouldn't land right with him. I was completely, I mean, arsehole, I was completely wrong. Yeah. And I, I told I got to the point of having to telling him when he asked me to be best man at his wedding. Right. And when he asked me to be best man at his wedding, there was only like the only thought in my head was just like, well, that is just the greatest honor ever a brother can ask a brother. I think mm-hmm. it's a lovely thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm not being truthful with him, so I have to yeah. tell him. So I have to tell him. I have to tell my mum and dad. And it was, uh, it was, it was a weird reaction. He couldn't have given a crap. And uh, then my mum and dad, it was a. It was a chosen evening calling in for tea. Yeah, that I knew to just be the two of them. There'd be okay. no one else there. Yeah, but because there's a running joke among our friends, and oh my god, if my mother's listening to this now, she will absolutely give me a clip around here. There were two things from my mother. The one oh. was that she hated when she found out after she hated all that she hated about was that there was a secret that she yeah. didn't know about, yeah. oh. and yeah. that my other brother and sister knew for about a year and a half yeah. or, or two years. But no, so the main funny point about that was I was the absolute. Uh, the king of the art of deflection. You know, as I said, big family, there's always big teas. You get very good at it, don't you? And you get incredibly good at it. But my dad was, um, God rest him, he was a... uh, absolute geek tech anything there was always buying new things there was always a new something uh-huh. or other so with my friends I used to use that all the time for yeah. deflection right. said, is that a new telly is that yeah. a new VCR yeah, yeah. there was always oh, something yeah. new yeah. they never, they've never if, if my mum listens to this she'd be like what I used all those deflection mm. techniques but um, my, 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 my busy mates like Aoife is always sort of, she's gone is that a new telly like, how, many, <laughs> how, many, how many new tellies did you I mean clue number five all your best mates were women yeah, yeah. well yeah I was true. the same all of, and still to this day most of my best mates are women. Yeah, so they'll never you change. Know, they, they had they the reaction to it was was it was done and she kind of said, "Oh well, look, we wouldn't want you to be dating anyone from around here." Oh, so yeah, that was that was about the only a negative thing, and and you know that that that, that, that since got washed away. What's right. your mom's name? Time, Teresa. Ah, oh, Teresa, if you're listening, <laughs> but, <laughs> he's going to get a clip on the butt of the log, as he said. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Yeah, yeah. clip that beard. But um, yeah, but you sharing your story there is uh, really powerful because this is what this podcast is about. It's like there was so much fear that you had to crack through to come out. That yeah. that fear, mm. we don't want it anymore. Yeah. We no. don't need it anymore. Yeah. We've other bigger no. fights to fight, and you know we want to normalize as much as possible. 
um, just our lives. But look, all our we, lives. we've gone yeah. through all of that. We've got yeah. so I got very involved. I got very involved yeah. in obviously in gay clubs, but then obviously very involved in gay rights and yeah. and. and and now when I see how the worm is turning now, I just, I'm utterly appalled that, uh, that we're, the, the, the state this country is in right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the horrible, horrible narrative we've imported from the United States and from the UK. Or, and, that, and, that the yeah. UK and that UK organisations, the, these turf groups are trying to force on us. I think it's fucking amazing that, uh, that the gay community here has just stood firm yeah. against yeah. all yeah. this anti-trans yeah. rhetoric. Yeah. They're just going, no, no, no. The t- I, said, I said it to one of my mates at a football game a few weeks ago and I'd said like, I said, when you voted for, for, for equal marriage, you voted for LGBT, you didn't just vote to get an invite to my fucking wedding. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I said, those letters are still there. Trans yeah. people were included then. I wonder if people realise that. They're included that. now. Yeah. Dr. Lydia Foy, seven years ago, yeah. the Gender Re- Recognition Act. There wasn't, a, there wasn't a peep about it. Yeah. It was a piece of legislation that everybody in 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 the higher echelons of, of, of government and, and of the judicial judicial system looked at it and went, Yeah, that mustn't make and that needs to be sorted. Yeah. And it was sorted. Yeah. And now they're all backtracking. Now they're all going back over all, all of this and all it is is mimicking crap that they see yeah. from other countries that are in yeah. absolute shit. I mean yeah. history seems to teach us nothing at yeah. all. You know, it was like we were saying even earlier, you know, women couldn't vote and then black people couldn't marry white people and mm-hmm. Protestants couldn't marry Catholics and all of those things. And everything, every day has to be a school day for us all. Yeah. And we all have to check ourselves even on this and we all have to move forward together and yeah. there is a bum for every seat in this yeah. world, yeah. on this planet. So Trans people have always been here. Yeah. That's the thing, the bit that I don't get. You think trans people have just appeared out of the fucking woods? Exactly. Like, of course not. They've always been here. Yeah, and, and they will. And, and, and they're... Uh, um, their rights are enshrined in in our government as as much as anybody else's, you know? Absolutely. Here, here, well said. Did you realise you had something in common with Elton John, Buzz, apart from the obvious? I have something in common with Elton John. It just occurred to me this morning when I was reading through the notes. No, but I want to know because I'm a huge fan. And and have you read his autobiography? I have. I I, I think it's one of the greatest autobiographies ever written. Yeah, he's amazing. I think it's the most self-depreciating. Have a guess. What do you think it is? I I, know. Well, you both co-own if I'm right, a football club. Is this true? Well, yes, okay. Well. See where I was going with that now? <laughs> okay. Come on. Very good. I bet okay. how people at home are going, oh my God, what is it? Does oh, Brian, Is he obsessed with diamonds? Way. What is it? No, yeah. okay, right. Yeah. So, so part own in that 300 yeah. odd yeah. idiots uh, about uh-huh. uh, 10 years ago. And the, and the football club is? Shamrock Rovers. Of course it is. And oh, wow. we decided to take it over. We didn't decide. We'd, we'd no choice. The club was, was going out of business. Right. And it, was, it was on its knees. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so yeah, me and Elton John, that's right. And I'm, that's I'm, another lovely thing with Shamrock Rovers that you do for our city because it's a really big part of uh, Dublin going to a Shamrock Rovers match. You yeah, know? Um, you know what? Football has given me, and, I, and it, there's another stereotype needs to be just absolutely yeah. kicked down uh, the road. You know this idea that you know, well, hang on, he's a queer and he likes football. Yeah, no, no. There, and there's an underlying. Oh, it's because of the fellas. Yeah. It's because of the fellas. It's oh, that's, yeah, he wants to look at blokes' holes. Yeah. Right. Straight people that... that <laughs> go, straight blokes people, holes. Straight people that, that, that are in any way supposedly homophobic Oops. or whatever, right, are, are 
utterly obsessed with what we do with our art and our cocks for yeah, men. Yeah. They know, always are. It's all oh, this buggery Well, thing. I'll tell you what it is. It's, it's just... basically condensing a gay person to just a sexual being yeah. Yeah. and not anything else. In the way that they do with women and talk about their arses and their tits and well, their, yeah. that's all they are. You know, yeah. So we have that in common also. Yeah. Well, um, I think we're, you we're just moved... said it because Shamrock Rovers are called the, the hoops. So yeah. one, <laughs> one of the voicemails I got the next day was from a comedian friend of mine roaring, laughing, yeah. leaving me a voicemail just gone, oh my fucking God, next time you stand on the terrace and shout, come on, the hoops. You're gonna, I never knew you're going to clear hoops. it. Yeah. <laughs> you just read into it. Somehow. Oh, wow. I read into it somehow. Yeah. But I love Shamrock Rovers for like one of my greatest scenes in my uh, in my TV show was yeah. when I ran after when Ronaldo when uh, Real Excuse Madrid me, you were in a helicopter first of all above the ground. To play Shamrock Rovers and show, well, Shamrock well, Rovers. people fall off a chair well, and they never get it. It's a great pub pop yeah. uh, pub quiz question. They're like, who did Sham- who did Cristiano Ronaldo make his debut against? Yeah, like, Shamrock Rovers Shamrock in Tala. In Tala. It's like, hello. (laughs) Love it. Oh my God, it was so great. And poor old Man United did great last night, actually. I'm a bit of a soccer fan as well. Are you? So thank God. They're about to be relegated and they actually won last night, thank God. I've been to one match in my entire life only. Football's given me everything. Football's given me... 20 to 30 of my closest friends really? and their wives, girlfriends, yeah. boyfriends and kids yeah. and events in my life. Some of the greatest nights of my life I've had. And, and does your husband share this passion? He really does not. Yeah. Does he not? <laughs> no, I, think, I don't know how I knew that no. somehow. I'm not sure. No. So we, when we uh, qualified for the Europa League stages for the first time an Irish club had mm. done that. So there was lots of big glamour ties in yeah. Tallah Stadium. Yeah. Spurs were coming to town. Ruben Kazan. Um, and uh, and so he'd be friends funny imagine the gay cliche he'd be friends with some of the boys wives okay yeah. <laughs> right so they had agreed to uh, oh they were going to meet in, in, the, in the Maldron and have cocktails <laughs> anyway Peter made it yeah, so that sounds good to me yeah. so, so far and into the game and about 25 minutes in because I was I was match day MC on the pitch at Rovers for like seven years right. so I was yeah. working the games yeah, or whatever yeah. and I texted him at half time going amazing isn't it and he was like yeah right chicken I'm back in the Maldron <laughs> having pints <laughs> with some mad Russian bloke that just got thrown out it's like of course you are of course you <laughs> yeah, are absolutely oh, wow. I love yeah, well, it well I think again it's the whole football and the club scene you're very much a community man I know uh, community people become activists as well but I think the real core of you is very much a community person you know both in football and clubs and in the scene yeah. and it's it's very important isn't it is that it seems to come that really seems to really come, come across from you that you really care about it you come from first of all a working class community yeah and then you moved out into Dublin into the you know to the city centre of Dublin and yeah. created your own community yeah. but I think you're a bit like me I'm kind of angry with the city at the moment I'm angry with yeah, the way you things are, are going you, and it, it hurts me it yeah, really hurts me I, 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 you know I, we're, I, I, I don't know it pains me yeah. I love this city yeah. Yeah. I love its people I love the way culturally and um, not aesthetically aesthetically I think it's the ugliest it's been in yeah. years yeah, yeah. but I think the massive influx of other nations uh, and other people into the city has been the most incredible thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's opened our eyes. And, and, and I think my eyes wouldn't have been uh, that hard to prize open, but I think it's opened other people's eyes. You know, yeah. People that might be just a little slightly on the bigoted side. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, but where the city's going and who 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 who's ownership of the city I really am passionate about. Yeah. Mm. Who runs it? We know who runs it. We just have to see him out. We have to um, see him out. And we have to try again. You look at Capel Street, you know, I, we, I worked behind the scenes a little bit of lobbying on, on that and for Parliament Street. Mostly because 
both my friends own gay bars yeah. on it and they yeah. asked me to, to yeah. get kind of stick yeah. my nose in and I love sticking my nose in. Well, no, your nose is a good so, Yeah, and um, so we did and, you know, you look at look at Parliament, look, look at Cable Street and it's four months now almost to the day and it's sitting there the summer at the tail end of the summer mm. and nothing's been done to yeah. it. They did nothing in a temporary fashion. We know there's a big plan and yeah. they're going to make it with Beautiful as Grafton Street and hopefully not as ugly as, as Henry Street. Yeah. Um, and th- but that's going to take maybe 18 months. And, yeah. you know, and that's going to be a horrible building site. So they're going to go back a step. Yeah. You know, but hopefully they, they had a chance enough. coming out of COVID to be, uh, for, have, to be an amazing summer um, on, on Capel Street. Mm-hmm. Me and my husband, I'd say when reopening happened before pedestrianisation, probably ate on Capel Street in the freezing cold from February yeah, to yeah. April mm. or May every single weekend. And we just haven't done it mm. uh, since they pedestrianised it fully because it suddenly looks a bit vacant and a bit empty and they haven't done any mm. temporary build-outs or let, they, they've, they've gone back charging all, all the venues for your outside yeah. space. And to be fair, they can't know. get the staff, like people are not coming back to work in the way that no. they did and you know, all of that. But I think the main problem is like is, is just people in the city centre. You need, you need young people in the city centre yeah. to actually create the bohemian existence that only clubs and gay yeah. people yeah. and all genders and pronouns can actually flourishing absolutely you know? I'm, I'm looking at my club Sunday Social it's been run for 14 years and I pulled it last month and it was the hardest thing oh, I've ever had to really do that's really sad I, um, because yeah. city centre is gone it's gone on a Sunday it isn't a really nice place to be I love trying to be mm. positive about yeah. it but it has got Larry I know for an absolute fact the, the guard numbers have been slashed I've seen the figures I've been told by guards yeah. they've been completely slashed on a Sunday yeah. their roster has changed mm-hmm. so that the guard and the then there's this chief super really wants, ugly thing happening in the city where the government are, are trying for us to blame the man in the tracksuit it's not the man no. in the tracksuit's fault yeah. it's Absolutely. not the fella no, taking no, the drugs fault it's not the fella begging no. off me fault it's the fucker in the fucking suit's yeah, fault absolutely sorry <laughs> you know okay you so can beep those two out we're, we're just we're, we're, I just got fed up arguing yeah. with whatever poor sergeant was sent to close me down at one o'clock every night every yeah. Sunday I was just like I can't open for two hours yeah. No, night. of course Can't, not. You know, not, it's not financially. Part of gay culture is, you know, past the midnight hour. That's when things start to get interesting. Listen, that licensing law has been has been in place for fourteen years. Yeah, mm-hmm. I made a speech outside the doll. Sorry, it's not fourteen years. Seventeen years ago, yeah. when when they when they pulled the um, theatre license, um, which was how we were able to go yeah. to half three four. So yeah. it has been one a.m. Right, but the guards are turning an absolute blind eye to it up mm. until now. Because yeah. they've been able to, because it's been fine and just leave them to it. We yeah. ran a very fun, safe club in 14 years. Yeah. The guards might have been called twice and that's, no matter what venues we've been in. And, and that was for a fashion crime. At, right. Uh, that, that was right. for double yeah. denim and I had to throw them <laughs> yeah. out. I was like, gone. They didn't take it well. You were within your rights to do that. And it was, even, it was even at the height of Bewitched. Exactly. I was like, I don't care. No. Enough, girl. Oh, let's speak of music, actually. Yeah. What is your uh, game yeah, anthem? If, if you're out in the club, right, it's late at night, you've just, you know, had a busy night, and then a record comes on and you think, oh, fuck this, I just have to, you know, let my hair down, let my beard down to this one. Look, I, you know, I, I can't say fucking Bronski beat or Jimmy Summerville again because everyone said it from what well, I can. Actually, yeah. no, no well, actually, no, well, yeah. But, but it was, it was such an important, I remember being a little teenage gay boy sitting on the floor Thursday night yeah. 7 o'clock you did not miss Top of the Pops yeah. no. and this yeah. come on and I'm like what the fuck is this yeah. oh god they're gay yeah. and then there'd be sneery comment maybe from someone behind you and you'd go yeah, yeah. turn that off yeah. and then you'd be like right I need to go and buy Hot Press or how yeah. can I find it oh Smash Hits on my sister yeah. Smash Hits do you remember that sister of Smash Hits yeah. I'll find out about them oh, they're called Bronski no it internet actually, then it actually says he is gay, openly yeah. gay and you're I like know. oh 
you know. Um, and didn't you love how Jimmy, like, he looked like a wee bother boy, a wee skinhead. Yeah, yeah he was And out cool. came this angelic, really high, fairly, I suppose, feminine enough voice, singing yeah. voice. But I love the kind of contradiction of that, that they looked like skinheads, yeah. basically. First time I'd ever but, seen that. But no, so I moved on from that because I think it was iconic, very important, and yeah. they should be put well, up a statue really to him. Well, really healthy, all that virtual signalling that you could actually see from your band? Yeah. The type of band yeah, you liked exactly. nearly determined your gender. Totally. It's nearly like, yeah. It was nearly like old-fashioned pronouns. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, or your tribe, you know. Or my, is my yeah, pronoun. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, soft cell and all Erasure. And erasure. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. But no, now, for now, right now, it's, it's, it still is an always, yeah. only Daniel movie. O'Donnell, obviously, no. big, big favourite. C.C. Peniston. Fi- oh, yes. Finally. Finally. That's oh, it. C.C. Finally, oh, yeah. it has happened to me right in front of my face. Oh, yeah. I love that. Cannot hide Give me Mr. It. Right, yeah. the man Brilliant of record. my dreams. I want to make me true Stop. love. And, and, and then Priscilla, <laughs> Queen of the Desert, yeah. came along as a movie. And it was brilliant used movie. so brilliantly yeah. in it. And I was just like, that song, that will have me, yeah, awkwardly doing things on the dance floor. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that. Um, your gay icon, as it doesn't matter whether it's in a pop world or a political world or, you know, even in your in your own circle, whoever it is. I'm glad you said that because yeah. it exactly is. And yeah. how cool is it to be able to say that your gay icon is a great friend and that's Tony Welch. Oh, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I just love Tony. So, you know, Tony and he absolutely, he's, well, we know Tony because he... he does like a chat and you think I'm a chatter if, if, if you do you will be having him on this podcast I, I had an hour and a half some, chat with him while um, I was going to the, before I was I said I have to go to the loo Tony and he said okay this is an all together now festival and he said oh just just I want to tell you something and an hour and a half later I'm still there so I know what yeah. you mean yeah so you could have like a six part series with Tony Walsh yeah um, yeah but anytime I say this about him I've said it before many times in, in print that he's you know he was a really important person to me when I was coming out and he yeah. said does he, he doesn't remember that yeah he just he just goes i was just hanging out and I went, you were just hanging out yeah so he was that transition person from me from i would have worked i mean i've, I've said i've worked in nightclubs nearly 30 years now so i would have done lots of nights for owners and promoters in pod and red box and chocolate bar and all of that yeah and you know so i'd go to ham and i'd go to wherever and you know tony was always about but then when i got to go there as a queer yeah. i was just like this is amazing. I'm here as a queer. It was completely different. Yeah. I was going to the exact same club yeah. space with the exact same people. Yeah. But I was queer. Do you I remember was you go into the, the chocolate bar first. In the chocolate Tony, bar. And I then you do go all into my happy. When did you get comfortable calling yourself queer? It took me a long time. Oh, I must say. Day one. Really? I love it. Once I think you made all, the decision, that was I, it. I think it's all encompassing. And I think yeah. I think it knocks down a lot of the, everyone's involved. The, the yeah. worry that you're getting things wrong about pronouns and mm. about the yeah. LGBTQI alphabet mm. soup, where people mm. I'm tripping up even saying it. I think it trips up people <laughs> in, in their head. I just yeah. love queer. I think yeah. it's ownership. I think we have to take that back. Yeah, back yeah. to Tony Walsh. I think so. Yeah, yes. and oh, I love Tony Walsh. I think Tony Walsh is one of our greatest gay historians, queer yeah. historian. He calls mm. himself. I personally don't say the word queer because I'm straight and mm. I don't think it's my business to say it. Yeah. But I get where you're talking about that. It it is it it kind of umbrellas everything, doesn't it? But I think yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if are you are you using it as a noun? Or, or an yeah. Adjective? Are you mm. using it? As, you know, like yeah. nothing wrong with you saying my queer friends. My because, queer friends. I wonder, because yeah, if they're your enough? friends yeah, and they're queer. Yeah, and, you know, I I don't. Whereas we but, uh, we just talked uh, uh, about fag hag. I right. think I might own that again. <laughs> but then again, I can't really say the word fag because that's kind of derogatory, and so it's well. Hag. No, I ran a club you know, with myself and Cormac Cashman ran yeah. a club together called Fag. 
Really? We put F-A-G, we put dots in it so people thought it stood for something, but it didn't. No. It was for fags. So again, it was taking back ownership of that. I met Cormac on the on the street just as I was coming by and uh, he told me that Mother Was he looking is, terrible? He was looking fabulous. No, he was looking he, terrible. I hope he, he was said Mother shocking. is going to be at Electric Picnic in the forest for four nights. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah, again, more yeah. normality and acceptance. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't like and that. And if we just explain to the listeners what Mother is, it's an amazing gay club, uh, queer club, whatever you want to call it. Give them a little run of what Mother is. Yeah, well, Mother's still still not the longest running uh, queer club in Dublin. It's still not the biggest. No, I still have I, I own both those titles. Isn't that yeah. right, Cormac? All right, Cormac. <laughs> the fight's on. No, me and Cormac, Cormac started doing clubs not really just right after me. Yeah. But we're always uh-huh. yeah. ripping each other out. Right, right, but right, I always right, see that. you guys yeah. together, so they're good. Yeah. good so, Buzz, tell us, that, was there ever a piece of advice you got? You think that was a really, really good piece of advice I got? And... What piece of advice would you give to a young gay person, say coming from outer city Dublin, inner city Dublin, who wants to oh. embrace the city these days? Because it must be such a different thing. Oh well, mine is is very personal, and it really can you share it with us? Oh yeah, it's um, it's it's funny. It ties up very nicely what we were talking about earlier. So. Uh, one of my best friends that I met through going to Shamrock Rovers, John Byrne, also mm. a Manchester United fan. And yeah. um, we went to the New Camp in 1999 to see United in the European Cup final. Uh, United are 1 0 down, a few minutes to go, two late goals, win 2 1. It's one of the most incredible moments I've ever had experienced at a football game. And we were, none of us went to bed that night. There was We were staying in Salou, a whole bunch of us. Crazy, crazy, crazy night. And it was just so euphoric. And I never forget, John, uh, we we're on the bus on the way back to the airport the next day. Bear in mind, this is coming up to me. 1999 is the date. Yeah. And I have not come out. Mm. I've still not come out. And and I get this amazing, John is an incredibly tactile, uh, emotional man. He won't mind me saying that. He's an absolute <laughs> beautiful human being. And uh, he he just started talking to me about, he goes, do you know what, Buzz? You have to take from that, that from last night. You you know, you've got to live your life. It was like this whole... Yeah. He, he didn't realise what he was saying to yeah. me was the trigger that started me on the road. I was like, you're right. He's like, you can do anything. Anything's possible. Dream the dream. You know, John was full of all And you were ready these. to hear it probably and at I, that moment. Maybe I was ready to yeah. hear it. But that started, that started me coming out. Yeah. He made you believe you could be anyone and especially yourself. I could be myself. Yeah. yeah. I could be myself. Yeah. Wow. And tearing up people and thinking about oh. it. And that was on the 27th of May 1999 because I know the dates because it was the day after, wow. after that oh. game. Well, and I'm tearing up a bit too and we have to wrap up, haven't we? Oh, so um, I can't believe we've been chatting for that. You're a brilliant guest, you know. Oh, really but brilliant. Much I've that loved. Is just such a beautiful. Uh, I'm getting an insight into your world because yeah. obviously we know each other a little bit from the scene yeah. and all of that. Yeah, yeah. And I loved hearing those stories. Thank brilliant, you. brilliant I stories. Absolutely love telling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, Buzz, I just like really enjoy that, and thank you so much for coming yeah. on the pod with myself and Brian. It's just been gorgeous. I think this has been a gorgeous episode. Thank yeah. you. Fair play to you been for your pleasure. honesty. I've loved it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Buzz. Max O'Neill Maxwell is that the right that is combination right. double barrel right. names double who does barrels? he think he is <laughs> Elton John <laughs> <laughs> he's from Bleeding Bud Brick thank you bye <laughs> I for one am buzzing after that chat and I've got hives <laughs> okay enough of the bad jokes from both of us let's get on with our quote of the week from an LGBTQI plus legend well this week it's another one from James Baldwin love takes off the masks we fear we cannot live without and know we cannot live within
gorgeous, Brian. Mm. You're so profound. <laughs> Before we go, make sure you follow us on all our socials for the latest updates. And if you enjoyed our chat, please rate and review wherever you listen. It is important. We need to get there. Yeah, we need it. Listen, th- fair play to all the people who've tuned in and we thank you for the people who are about to tune in. Um, you know, past guests have included Alan Hughes, Carl Broderick, Paddy Smith and Vicky Curtis to name but a few. So we'll see you next week for another episode of Around, Around the, the World, World in, in 80 Gays. We are so camp. <laughs>